Good morning, Aaron. How did you sleep? I, I'm in. A, I'm optimistic, Zef Cappy. You have a lovely shirt. I gotta say. Have I told you about dealing with American incompetency and Hawaiian shirts? Um, not in that specific order. No. Name name one country that should be better at Hawaiian shirts than the United States. Like we we annexed Hawaii during the Spanish American War, I believe. In 1898, maybe that was the Philippines. Yeah, maybe the the Philippines or Vietnam because of the nice beaches and the sea. But Hawaiian shirts, Hawaii, right? Yeah. And and in the past, I got to look at my history of Hawaii. At least 100 years, I'm going to guess. Hawaii has at least been a territory of the United States. Hawaiian shirts, Magnum PI, we got it. So uh you say oh that's a really nice hawaiian shirt you know who the premier seller of hawaiian shirts are now in all of these united states of america probably some chinese store walmart you know why walmart is the premier seller of uh, hawaiian shirts because most hawaiian shirts come in double xl no because they have them so I I want to get some bowling shirts of some real you know I'm at I'm at the pit I'm at the land of Canaan I'm here I've I've arrived right you're Captain gonna go full Charlie Sheen full Tiger Charlie blood Sheen, winning just, just Magnum Pi oh gee hey guys how hi Higgins you know that kind of thing I'm gonna I'm I'm happy middle age man and I wanted to splurge not like Modern Life John does on penis extender equipment like Louis Vuitton handbags mm. and jock straps and all those other kind of and, things and uh, sports bras and <clears throat> right I just want some really sharp Hawaiian shirts I want some really cool bowling shirts so I found some poker bowling shirts I found some bowling shirts with um those old school pinup models on them I found some just nice, classy, um, pastel blue uh, 50s style shirts, and I can't find the right size on the premier website, Ryuria.com. They're like, they're the they're the premier Hawaiian bowling shirt place. So I put in, an, I can't find anything smaller than a medium. So I'll go with a medium. And I got the favorite shirt to see if it's going to work. Straight white stripes, black background, and then... Uh, hearts, clubs, diamonds, and spades. You know, right? I'm, I'm like, that's a sharp shirt. <clears throat> so I go to pick it up. Comes in the mail. Postage due. And so whoever they, either they or somebody else, I said, why is postage due? They say they're using fraudulent credit cards or they're scamming the postal service. What? <laughs> so I got to pay my $5 or whatever for... um. <clears throat> A postage to get a shirt. The shirt is made of the crappiest, shittiest quality. Oh. It's like flag material. Yeah. If you've ever had a flag. And it's like, and I'm not joking. The best purveyor of Hawaiian shirts in the United States is Walmart for two simple reasons. They have them. Well, three, they have them. They don't screw you over or the U.S. Postal Service, which is the U.S. taxpayer. <clears throat> and they're not made of flag material and Jesus. so i was so let down because the patterns and the pictures all look great and you get this shirt it's utter garbage <sighs> and so now and walmart only has i think five designs of hawaiian shirts this being one of them so now my expected standard of living my expected happiness <laughs> has been whacked down 
No, I'm being deadly serious because no, that, I know the feel. Yeah. I have this with H and M. I love their Henleys. I just do, but for a very stupid reason, which is a way too long story, my gray Henley shirt got its sleeve cut off. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I'll just go back to H&M and I'll buy a new long sleeve Henley t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, long sleeve shirt. My apologies. They just don't have them anymore. Nope. Their t- entire assortment of shirts has been changed to whatever metrosexual crap it is now. Some Zoomer cultish shit. Where it's like, can't I just have my normal slim fit Henley shirt? No. No. No, you can't. No. You can't have anything fucking nice anymore. Yep. You want your bowling shirts? I want my Henley shirts. Pretty optimistic start, by the way. And, and I'm not I'm not joking. I'm really not joking. Neither am I. I have I have reasonable expectations of my future and what I could expect out of the United States economy. It's not crazy. I'm not expecting a Ferrari. I'm not expecting ten thousand dollar shirts. I'm expecting a freaking Hawaiian shirt, and and you can't even get it now without some kind of fuckery going on. You where it's why? like, oh, there, I'll give you another one. Um, I I don't know if this is even popular or known in Europe. Do you guys have Red Wing working boots? Red Wing oh, shoes. Have... You ever hear of Red Wing shoes? Never heard of those. Okay, all right. Well, they're very, very high quality. Um, and an older buddy of mine who worked in the railroad, he works union. And part of their contract was they got a new pair of Red Wing working boots every year. So he gave me his his used ones. And dude, and, and well, there's those pairs were nice. They're soft, they're sturdy, they they they're waterproof, they're everything, and they set you back good three maybe two fifty dollars these are no joke boots so as i got older and things got stable i got a little bit of money i'm like i want myself a pair of red wing working boots because i can work in the field i can they're safe they're sturdy and if they're black they're also fashionable uh and i can ride my motorcycle with them so i find these red wing boots they're black they look sturdy they're even stylish I'm like, I'm going to get these. And I put them on. I'm like, why do these feel no different than um, not the vault? Uh, what's the other working boot? Um, Caterpillar boots. Mm. Like, why do these feel no different? You know why? Because now Red Wing Shoes has offered a lower model or a, a cheaper model where guess where the shoes are made? China. China. So I'm like, well, why didn't I just go get a pair of Caterpillar boots? Because you're you, and you don't deserve nice things. I, right. Speaking exactly. of stylish, John Not Fitch nice and Ryan are here. Ryan Stone, oh my God. That's... Speaking oh, of King of Hawaiian shirts. Up, guys? I want to hear you guys talk. I don't need you to fluff me. We're, we're talking about how um, Jack said I had a really nice Hawaiian shirt, and I explained. I shouldn't the, have said that. The, the, what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Facial hair today. Yeah, so he... Uh, <laughs> He says, oh, that's a nice Hawaiian shirt. And I explained the uh, unacceptable lengths I had to go to get just a decent shirt and how you can't order nice Hawaiian shirts anymore. And how <clears throat> it, it it is no joke that going through such chaos, turbulence, uh, and cost in terms of time and, and search costs, uh, our expectations of a standard of living in the future are going to be a lot less than what you were hoping for. Because you should think you should be able to get a shirt on the internet and not have it mailed postage due from the premier purveyor of Hawaiian shirts, but that's exactly what happened. And so, oh, ranging Tommy every, Bahama? 
No, no, it's kind of like Ryu, Ryu Kuro or something like that. Sounds oh. a Japanese sounding name, but it doesn't matter. Hawaiian shirts, red wing boots, decent service at the restaurant. It's over, and so it's it's um, any kind of material thing, not even high end, just just basic. I gotta go like today. I gotta go to Menards, and I know I got I know to take the products out of the box to make sure the product I have is there, and to bring the corresponding nut and bolt to make sure they work. You have to babysit uh, uh, producers and, and uh, uh, sellers today simply so you don't waste an hour a day going back, exchanging things and stuff like that. So it, you really have to babysit uh, everybody out there when you're going to go and conduct any sort of commerce. And so now I'm I'm trying to. Uh, That's funny. I thought I was the only guy who did that. Case in point, when I go to yeah. like Starbucks or just go out for a burger, I get an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Not because I like it, but because it's the simplest order that they won't screw up. If you start getting one of the slushy fraps, mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, they forgot this. They forgot that. Same thing. Burgers. I get a hamburger. Why? Because you cannot fuck up a hamburger. You <laughs> fuck up everything else. I don't know. That lowered expectations thing. I just kind of, you know, what's the fuck it and roll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Even Sonic, which I don't think you guys have up in Canada, but it is primi- primarily known as a a ice cream treat and burger joint, right? Ooh. Yeah. So I pull into uh, a Sonic here in Rapid City, and I, I just want a small chocolate shake. Huh? Is it fine dining there? No, no, no. no you, you've been to a Sonic, haven't you, Fitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, we, have, uh, we go to He's Sonic. He's making fun of your dirt hole home, <laughs> Clary. <laughs> I can't can be the only one who thought of a blue hedgehog here. Like, I, I, I saw us all I thought of, too. <laughs> anyway, I, I go to the Sonic after a long day working in the field, retaining wells, all that other stuff. I deserve myself a chocolate shake treat with the mic, the small M&Ms. They're going to be frozen and crunchy in the chocolate shake. Good I'm shake. looking at it. It's like 90 degrees, chocolate shake, crunchy, mini M&Ms. Can't, can't get any better. <clears throat> Pull up. <laughs> I'm sorry we're out of ice cream, and I just want to... Punch the oh. bitch in her tits. Like, what? Oh, my God. What? I know. Chicken and nuts. Fuck? Why do you have an open sign? Why? What are you doing? We're all out of, we're all, we don't have any food today. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feel. I told you the story about the white chocolate macadamia biscuits. Best cookies in town. Well, we don't have those anymore because they undersold. It's like, mother, one thing, one thing I cheat on. You don't fucking have it anymore. And, and it's gonna come. It's gonna come to the point we're all gonna be these. You you guys think I'm the curmudgeonly old man? Ah ha ha! Look at Clary yelling at the claws. Ah ha ha! You're you're heading the exact same way. You're heading the exact same spot because once you get out there and try to buy a Hawaiian shirt and get some ice cream, and like, oh, we don't have ice cream at the ice cream store, you're gonna say, "Fuck it! I'm gonna go get some books by Marcus Aurelius." I'm going to wear robes. I'm going to sit. I'm going to meditate in my little monastery hut on top of the mountain. So you're all you're all coming this way anyway. I feel woefully underprepared because you came here prepare. asking me you to guys, think of some optimistic to, stuff. Except uh, the fact that you, maybe you have to learn how to make your own ice cream. Look, look, I mean, Daniel Boone, I ain't going to go out and churn no milk. Put shaved snow ice into the thing. Sonic Fine. has the Yeah, I'm not making my own avocado toast. <laughs> Goddamn millennials! Well, what what's going to happen? Let's say we, you know, we're all single guys. We don't have kids. We're going to have. You're not single. Kids. We don't have kids. All right. 
I have, and kids. I'm not married, so I don't have no legal reli- uh, or financial liabilities here. I'm, I'm just saying, us childless guys, except Fitch, you do have kids. So, but yeah. down the road, let's say we make the money, we get financially stable. What good is a hundred thousand dollars salary going to do you when you can't buy no ice cream? Dude, if I have a hundred thousand dollars salary and the only trouble I have is ice cream, I could perhaps, not sure, maybe live with that. I, I think I, you're missing the yeah, I'm with Jack. I think you're missing the positive side of this. Like, dude, yes. we used to have unlimited global options where I can buy something from China and it arrives tomorrow. Right. Now that's that that's going away, whether it's temporarily or permanent, that's fine. But mm. once your choices start to reduce what you actually want starts to become way more clear. And I think, do you remember that? You guys remember this? Remember the Simpsons episode where they canceled Itchy and Scratchy? Yes. Canada just had that moment. Rogers, 10 or like 20% of Canadians just lost all phone and internet access for 24 hours. And it was literally, the dog park was packed. And I was sitting there and then three people opened me, opened me, and they're chatting about fucking nothing. And it was wonderful. And I'm starting to think like everybody's worried about this dystopian nightmare. I'm going, you know, if Twitter shut down and I can't get a Hawaiian shirt, I'm going to start to see a lot more people like refocus on values that actually matter. Like, you know, community, getting along together. Yeah. instead of a Hawaiian shirt, I'm going to have to wear some Canadian lumberjack shit. But you know what? I'll make it work. I'll have to get a hamburger instead of a Frappuccino. I'll make it work. What's that economic thing you did, Clary, where it's a... Uh, the price elasticity, where if I don't eat broccoli, I'll just go eat cheese instead, and it's a very easy switch. Yeah, substitute good. Yeah. Yeah, substitute goods. Yeah. I think this is just going to be a global case of substitute goods. It. You are not wrong. You are right, as always. They did a study where- <laughs> With they my did fancy hap- economics? <laughs> well, no, no. Philosophy. All, all economics is is a philosophy with numbers attached. That's really all it is. Cool. Uh, but they did do a study where they had sauces- and I, I don't know if it was ketchup or mustard or just general condiments, but um, I think they had four condiments on the menu and you could choose one of four. But then they had one that was 30. And when they did the happiness survey or assessed happiness or whatever, the people when they had four were happier than the ones that had 30 because people feared missing out. It took time. It took research and labor to try and figure out which of the condiments would make you happiest. And so there is empirical evidence to suggest you are correct that if you don't have an unlimited selection of choice from bowling shirts to frappuccinos, it will folk you one, you make your decision quicker. And then, yeah, you're right. If you get off the internet and go and do it, all I'm saying is I've been fighting so long that I get to this one part that I can be a rich bitch from from Wyzetta, except with daddy's money, I got my own money. And now I get to, you know, I get to splurge. Can't, isn't it the Simpsons Gill? Isn't he, oh, come on, man. He's like the Lurk. Can't Gill get a little taste? <laughs> That's it. I want to be, come on, man. Can't, can't be getting like, I want to I want to see what it's like to be upper middle income. I want to see what it's like to be a girl who has daddy by her convertible cabriolet. Just let me have a taste. Nope, we're out of ice cream. I'm like, fuck. Now here's right. You know, man. you should really be stoic and appreciate your poverty. It makes you. Da, da, da. Whoa, whoa, if yeah, you big, only whoa. were Calvin, in the Calvin's Western dad, world. Calvin's dad. Your pain builds character. It's Calvin's dad right here, Ryan Stone. <laughs> if you only were in the Western world where there were multiple places where you could buy ice cream. Yeah, if I only. Wanted, I wanted. Oh, Jack's on it too. That's the thing. Option. <laughs> that's the thing it's not even I'm i know it's an ice cream metaphor but jack's right it's not you just can't get their ice cream yeah you know 
Okay, Ooh, can we're I be... all on Cappy today. Does Dunkin' Donuts serve ice cream? You can get ice cream there. I... Probably. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because they've combined with Baskin Robbins 31 Robbins. flavors. But but do you feel me, though? That's actually what a lot of collapsed tards used, love to do. It's like, I don't want the thing that I said I wanted. I want it from there. I want this situation to go back to the way it was because that's when things were good and people were yeah. great and fuck you liberals. And it's like, ah, okay. And, and no I'm not saying you, but there's a lot okay. of people. I, there was no point where I told you to enjoy your poverty, but it didn't stop you from your fucking rant. <laughs> At no point did po politics or socialists enter my thought process going to Sonic. It wasn't like, I'm going to have a chocolate Jake. I still and at the same time. I'm still thinking of the blue hedgehog though. This is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> See, Gappy go to Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega. Yeah. 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 Well, where That's does Sonic get their ice cream from? Do they make their own in situ or do they, they order it from somebody? What, the the ice cream? Yeah, there's no way. Restaurants don't make their own shit anymore. No, they well, buy frozen stuff. They don't churn it. They don't have cows there. And it's direct. So who's doing the churning then? I, Are the I churners out of business? Some supplier like Cisco Foods. But I've seen, you can see in the back, they got the they got something mixing thing. Um, oh. It's it's some of the higher quality um, ice cream treats you can get, Sonic for, for fast food. But Well, geez, once you put it that way, you didn't mention the churning thing. I think we should all just move to like Southeast Asia and just retire there. I, yeah. it, it is I, that, yeah. I draw the line at the yeah, Sonic ice cream. Yourself, uh, <laughs> I mean, girl. if the West yeah. can't provide ice cream yeah. anymore, we're doomed. Yeah. Uh, are we expecting Old Man Rolo or Ben? Like, wasn't Ben going to show up or something like that? Was yeah, that but he's going to be a little bit late. Rolo, I don't know. He he keeps catching COVID these last couple of weeks, so he's been off the radar. Boy, that that boy, I got to tell you something. I'm coming out to the Black Hills. Cool. Now, just just so you guys know, okay, all you guys, let me let me so you don't pull a Rolo on this, all right? <clears throat> I have a house. There is a guest room. All right? no I way. also have a spare car. Please show up and save yourself the $3,000 it's going to cost you to rent a vehicle and get a hotel during busy season. Wait, you guys do, do you guys, is that an American thing? Like, I'll, I'll yeah. come visit you. And then they go stay in a hotel. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. I visit my I, buddy in Halifax. He's always got a spare bedroom for me. Same thing that's here. That's what I thought. I thought it was implied that when I said, come out and visit me, that there, you know, there, there is, there's an extra bed with extra linens and the, the GF knew, oh man, Rolo's going to feel bad when he, if he watches this, so she, <laughs> she's, she's going to miss him. Cause she's out uh, doing family stuff, uh different state. So she rolled up two separate towels for Rolo and Mrs. Rolo and like all these things and effects that she organized the bed at that. And it's like, shaped oh. like guitars. <laughs> and, and then, and then he, oh God, that'd be great if you did. But like, oh yeah. So we got, I'm like, Rolo, give me your landing time so I know when to pick you up at the airport. Like, oh, we got a car rental. And I'm like, and just so you guys know, the car rentals at the Rapid City Airport, it, it's a monopoly. And I think it's $150 a day for a basic car. Dude, that's like, like Canadian prices. Yeah. And I was like, uh, 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 and I'm like, well, okay, well, you know, here's my address. Come on, come on out and go. Oh, well, where is where is this place? I, and I look it up. I'm like, that's in the middle of the mountains. Oh, well, that's where we're staying. I'm like, oh my god, just here. Do you want to know how to get Rolo to show up? I'll give you. I'll give you a little tip. Okay, <laughs> you make a podcast or a convention or something where you have to like do some bullshit where you yell at women. Yeah, and then ask him <laughs> to come down. Okay. Utilize all of his clout for your for your personal thing, and then refuse to pay him afterwards. He will be there 
like that. So I Trust have, me. I have to say, we're going to have a, a yell at women conference for yeah, whatever and basically reason. take him for granted and all the work he's and, done and to, tell like, give him, you a couple extra bucks and and tell him I don't pay and to show yeah. up anyway. Well, no, no, you tell him you're gonna pay and you're good for it, but yeah. then you don't. You treat paying him the way he treats returning your calls. How does he? How does he know I'm not going to pay him? I don't know. He doesn't. Just, yeah, he's trick. running. He yeah. can sense it. So if you're saying if I had no intention of housing him, he would <laughs> sense that through Rolo like powers, and he'd just show <laughs> yeah. up at my doorstep with like a stick and that sack. Yeah, I call it the like AGJ effect. Banger. You'll you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, genius, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like reverse psychology. I think That's so. How you I do really it. do. Um, how about this? Let me kind of get the show going because I got a I got an appointment at noon. Go, we go twenty minutes in. I know we're twenty minutes in. We this is the most to... positive shit ever. We haven't <laughs> shat on women in almost half an hour. The what? guys are learning right? something about being happy with less. And we learned what Sonic is, and it's not just a game. No. It's, to and I've learned whoever made those Hawaiian shirts is dutifully going out of business, thank God. Not this. This is Walmart. Go to Walmart to get your shirts. Don't go anywhere else. Walmart is the only place that has shirts. Dude, that looks like the scene where Dumbo got drunk and he had I the got, flashback. Uh, That's like the shirt does. version of that. It, you're right. It does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's bang out these real quick. We'll get to the show. Uh, Kevin C. Two Books. Cappy Herb Roll is coming to visit you in South Dakota. We don't know whether he is coming to South Dakota. Whether he ever sees me or not is another issue. But we'll I'll I'll keep you updated on the Rolo sightings. He has to uh, keep up tradition. What's that? He has to keep up tradition. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not kidding. Like after I found out, I'm like, I may not see him. Like he'll be here, but there is a there is a significant chance I won't see the guy. He'll do his Rolo like things. But what's in Edgemont? Nothing. We're going there anyway. All right, have fun looking at that nothing. Uh, Wizard <laughs> Division Productions, five bucks. Recommended your book, Worthless, and one of my coworkers, your loyal apostles. Continue to spread your gospel. Long live the cult of Cappy. Thank you. Uh, William S. Oh, no. YouTube decided to do the, the reload thing on me here. Uh, William S., five bucks. I can he, I came here for the Sonic Shake story. Love you, channel Cappy. Hope all is well. Well, it is when we get to the topic here. Uh, really. This was the topic. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the topic: Hawaiian eternal shirt. optimism in the in the present moment. Rolo flaking <laughs> and Hawaiian shirts. Macom one fifty six two point seven nine Canadian. Good to see you guys in one spot. Hey, and that is it. I think we're all caught up. Uh, all right. Uh, well, let's go ahead. We'll we'll get to the topic. Um, I did want to have this discussion because the nature of our. Well, let me clear that out. The nature of our. Um, <clears throat> for lack of a better word, industry or the sphere that we're in is is a response to bad news. Uh, I would say feminism is generally cancer. Uh, traditionalism was the way it was optimistic. It gave something, everything to live for. This has been kind of taken off the table. And <clears throat> men have been responding or reacting slowly, glacially, uh, I'd say over the past 20 years. And because it is a bad thing, that we are trying to react to navigate overcome we don't really take the time to look back and say holy cow how much progress had we made and so i wanted to have the optimism episode which all of you made fun of me roundly in the audience saying here's he kept you optimistic so i want to start with where were you in 1999 i want to know where you were in 1999 jack May not apply to you because you were probably five. 
I was nine years old. I think like Pokemon just came to the scene. Something like that. I was like in, in middle school, preschool, whatever that is. What is that in the background? I don't oh, know. It's uh, oh, the dog. my girl. She tripped over five pieces of hardwood. She's doing some flooring. Oh, nice. You got the best woman ever. <laughs> Sheet rocking. She's doing the plumbing. Yeah, I'm sitting here in our podcast telling you how to be a man. She's running the jackhammer. <laughs> no, Jack, in... it, doesn't, it doesn't count for... Jack, I mean, you were happy. You were nine years old. You weren't setting things to fire just yet. No? <laughs> That's up for debate if I were happy, seeing uh, what situation <laughs> I was in. But I, I played a lot of video games. I didn't like going to school, and I collected Pokemon cards. Right. I didn't have a care in the world. Girls smelled horrible and they were stupid and they didn't shower every day and i had no idea who pat stepman was so that was a good time good times okay good times 1999 where's ryan Dude, stone in 99 i really had to think about this so I, I know i graduated university by about then and i'm pretty sure i was a graphic designer in edmonton alberta but i do remember the summer because molson canadian had the house party in the rockies and that's where they like you get it in a case of beer and like oh here's the golden tickets like willy wonka for uh 20 somethings Great Big C and Big Sugar were playing. I was hitting on girls left, right, and center. They had van loads full of beer, and you could drink for free as much as you wanted for four straight days. It was awesome. And then I was a graphic designer, which really paid shitty. It was right as, like, digital had taken over, so all the stuff I had trained, they're like, by the way, that's all obsolete. Good luck, sir. I think that about nailed it. It was pretty happy, though, because I got off the farm for once in my life, and it was in a nice big city, like 100,000 people. It was crazy. How were you? Good. How were you with the girls? Oh, then I was horrible, horrible. Like I was good at the friend zone shit and good at being funny. Yeah, that and... takes a lot of effort to be good at being friend zoned. I mean, no, no, no. A book well, there. Yeah, the only problem was I didn't know how to escalate, and I was like, I, I don't want to say afraid of getting laid, but like there was always that. Oh, if I do this, I'll ruin all the the shit I built right now. But yeah, I was a lot happier then. Other than that part, which I Fish. guess means not happy. I don't know how to word this. Well, my my point was you were pretty bad with girls, right? Well, the finisher. I was fifty percent there. I'll put it that way. I'm to, optimism. Your whole op thing is optimism. I'm not gonna say I'm a fucking instant. Like no, I still did get laid. I just wasn't very good at it. Right. All right, yeah, there. We'll go with that. That's the thing you want to hear. Right, and we're talking even adjusted for 1999, which I would say was the last vestiges of where women kind of maybe sort of like they they were not as warped as they are today. I mean, it was it, it was an easier mode back then. And I'd say so. Yeah, I would I would say so as well. Fitch. Yep, uh, 1999. <laughs> I was at uh, Purdue. I was in Purdue. I was wrestling uh, that year. I think I had a girlfriend, but. I was not good with women. No, I did not. Uh, yeah, kind of. I was, uh, I was uh, an, an alpha, but blue pilt alpha, and I kind of just fell into uh, relationships. You know, the girls like tracked me down and found me. It, it wasn't really me. You know, picking and deciding what I liked. Mm. Were they going after you because you're a wrestler or what? <sighs> um. I mean, I was um, outgoing and uh, not bad looking. I was always always been in pretty good shape, so you know, I always had the uh, the girls attracted to me. But I, I definitely had the nice guy. You know, I, I probably screwed up more 
nights where like I could have had sex, but I didn't because I was like the nice guy. That's what I was trying to say. He's got the words. Yeah. Oh, it, it happened to me too. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, like these girls, like, the, I mean, it, it really dawned on me later in college. And it's like, I had this roommate, <clears throat> like my senior year, grad school year, um, who was a black dude and was like a player. And he had like l- multiple long-term relationship girlfriends that didn't know about each other in the same city. Some of them lived in the same apartment complex. And I just watched this guy operate and I was like, it blew my mind. And I started applying things I saw and I couldn't believe how easy it was to just date multiple women. Um, but that was, that was later. And then, um, in my senior year, before I got to that, that, that point where I started understanding things a little bit more, um, there was one like really nice girl in one of my, my classes. And, um, I always thought she was the good girl, the shy girl or whatever. And then it just, um, we, we hung out, went on a couple dates, and then when I finally took her home after one of the dates, she's like, I've been waiting for you to rip my clothes off <laughs> since I first met you. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And then after that, I, I could drug dial her after getting home from the bar, and you know she would come over all the time. And it was just, uh, yeah, just High quality that understanding that perception of, of the ideal, ideal, idealized, whatever, idealized way things are supposed to be versus like the animal response, the animal reaction that people actually are or have. Hmm. If so, but, but we could all kind of say that we were lost, right? A little bit yep. confused. Right? And I still, and- I still didn't know what, what, you know, I still didn't put these things together. I just, I don't know. I just thought I was a stud at the time. Mm-hmm. You just you got know? lucky. Well, of course this stuff is happening to me because I'm, I'm badass. Yeah. It wasn't like I was putting together some kind of strategy or some kind of right clear thought so, about it. <clears throat> so are we better off now? Like, I don't know, 20 odd years later, are we better off now? Now, yeah. now, now keep in mind, it's yes. going to take a little bit of a, of a mental exercise because we're older now. Duh, we're better off. We've got a lot more data. But I'm saying, are we any more? Go back. Maybe today is wrong because, Ryan, you've had a girl – Jack, you got a boyfriend. John, you, you kind of got a couple girls. You, you have a girlfriend, right, John? Yeah, I have a girlfriend. Okay. Go back to the last time you were single. Were you less confused the last time you were single or more confu- or about the same compared to 1999? Well, last time that I was single was after the we, I split with my 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 ex-wife or whatever. You know, when we when we moved when she moved out and I was, you know, we're able to date other people, whatever. That was like 2018. So it was awkward at first because I had just found the red pill space and I just found that knowledge and I was able to kind of slowly implement some of those things over the, the, the two, three years after that until I was kind of good at dating and picking out the crazy ones faster and the ones that are wasting my time and just getting really more efficient with dating through applying those principles. I was able to find somebody who's pretty great. How much? I mean, I'd imagine a lot less headache too. Um, with a girlfriend now, yeah, especially one that's like, you know, like is 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 ready to be led and and wants to throw in and help however she can. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and even in the search process, I'm like, because you didn't just go straight from your wife to your girlfriend, right? No, no, no. Yeah, I dated a lot of girls. All right. <laughs> was that as painful as when it was in whatever your 20s or in college? 
I I wasn't very good at it. So I, I, I did not date at the volume in my 20s when I was in college that I did in those few years that I was single and dating. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was very sparse and actual dates in college there were some hookups you know one night things or or girls that you uh uh were booty call type things but um yeah it wasn't it wasn't i was able to pull off you know three dates a week (laughs) i was like dating like three different girls a week short dates for for months like yeah i just turned through a lot more just because uh the idea of not having one itis like i used to have that mindset of like you can only it's only right to date one person at a time that's so it's so wrong what kind of monster would do that (laughs) you know but like women are all doing that so like you have to date like a woman you really have to date like a woman well and so that and that's my question would you guys say men regardless of age again because it is masked by how much we're all guys in our 40s except for jack would you say that uh Men in general are less confused now than they were 20 years ago. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one because there are definitely guys who are more awake and more red pill leaning and they're more open to those ideas. But there are also a large proportion of men who are super ego invested and, you know, committed to the the blue pill narrative and they're not going to give it up. I, I'm kind of Jack. You're younger. You've been more on the dating scene, uh, and it's going to be hard because 20 years ago you weren't pubescent. And I'm not. I'm not trying to look for a certain answer. Ex- explain how confused or painful you are. Like there must have been a time when you were younger, uh, and then a little bit of pain and agony. Now compare that to so I guess it would be a 10 year uh, contrast to you. So you want me to compare like now with when I was confused because say 16, 17. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Around 16, 17. That was really the time where I was confused where it's like, I'm doing all these nice things. And then she dumps me things like that. And then all of a sudden, Oh, she says she doesn't want a relationship, but then she hooks up with him. Like what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And then later on when in my early twenties, was kind of when I finally realized, like, hey, there's this thing called being detached, and that seems to work. Mm. Hey, if I don't chase her when I've already had her, she's chasing me. Oh, wow, that's kind of a perfect position to be in. And then, of course, you kind of get, you still got attached to somebody and through the years of breakups and bitterness and things like that, (laughs) you kind of learn not to do that either (laughs) where it's like, Oh, you know what? There's a bus every, every 15 minutes, but if she wants to stay sure, like as long as she doesn't fuck me over, she can stay. That's where you kind of learn to not necessarily apply, but everything became more natural to feel detached from them even though you still like them. Right. But it, it, see, and the, the interesting thing about you is we got your 10 years, our junior, at least. <clears throat> so you had the internet and at least a resource to go and figure out. Did you ever look this stuff up on the internet? To weirdly, figure out and, you know? weirdly enough, I didn't. A friend of mine got dumped and he all of a sudden came up to me with Elliot Hulse and Corey Wayne. And 
at that point, I had just broken up or something. And I was kind of off the dating scene. I was like, nah, I don't feel like it right now. But there was this girl who kept chasing me, but she had a boyfriend. And my naive, naive idiot mind was kind of like, oh, we're just friends. She has a boyfriend, whatever. Even though like she stood in front of my front door at 3 a.m. in the morning because the local bar was around the corner. I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I was out and I was wondering where you were. I'm like, go find your boyfriend. Oh, he's not here. I'm like, oh, whatever. So my friend got dumped. He sends me Corey Wayne. He's like, go watch this. I'm going to get my ex back. I'm like, why do you want me to watch it? I'm like, I want you to learn. I'm like, okay. Hey, Paul. What's up? <laughs> and Corey Wayne all of a sudden said in one of his videos where it's like, when a woman likes you, she puts herself in your orbit. I'm like, what? So you're saying this chick with a boyfriend who rings my doorbell at 3 a.m. in the morning has a thing for me? And he's like, when a woman reaches out, you have to uh, set a date. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to see what happens. So she reaches out again with some stupid horse shit, like sending a meme, like, oh, this reminded me of you. Like, okay. I'm like, hey, when are you free to get together? And she sends me her entire schedule for the month. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, 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 shit. She's into me. Two weeks later, we smash. She breaks up with her boyfriend and we enter our friends with benefits thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how that went. <clears throat> well, the reason I bring it up and Paul, because you're you're old, uh, you might have Jeez. some insights on this. I'm ancient. He ancient. Probably, he remembers. He remembers Reagan. A vampire. <laughs> the, the two generations here, Jack Roughly and then everyone else. You at least had the internet to kind of provide an explanation. You had a resource. Everyone else here had to go through it in terms of analog. And what I'm noticing, at least, is that fewer and fewer men, if any, okay, the environment may have changed. Uh, yes, feminism has foisted um, just generally disagreeable attitudes among women uh, in terms of the dating population upon men. Uh, but with the internet, you can actually go and figure some of this stuff out and avoid confusion. And what I see increasingly more so is like, Jack, you're a perfect example. Most when I was 32 or 30, whatever your age is, I was I had some empirical evidence. I had some experiences. It was all experiences, though. There was no formulated model. It was still in, a, in its uh, embryonic state. The model were coming up for. I don't know, uh, modeling sexual dynamics. But there was still kind of like, I didn't figure out everything. I was like, kind of like, what isn't that, that, that? Now, your average 30-year-old guy is nowhere near as confused at loss as, say, Paul was when he was 21 years old in 1992 or something like that. Or Paul was yesterday, you know. Or, or Paul kidding. was yesterday, right. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> right. And I, But I think I most people, doing. especially all of us here, fail to realize is how much uh, work and effort going into, for lack of a better word, a model uh, that has gone to eliminate this confusion and now is put up there as kind of an open source software. Like, here's this project. Here's this canon of information, theory, empiricism, data. I've always said the red pill is the largest uh, uh, sociological experiment 
in, in the history of the world. <clears throat> and now it's all up there. It may not guarantee that you get yourself a girl or you're successful with the opposite sex, but it sure as hell is going to inoculate you against the confusion of, you know, Ryan, there you are over in Edmonton with a beer out in the middle of a field with a bonfire going on. I'm presuming there were days like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and so Jack is further ahead. You take a look at, say, uh, I don't know if you guys know the tornado chasing kid. This kid is 21 years old, and he already knows to be his original focus, his, his, uh, the center of his like, focusing on self-improvement. All he does is drive around the country in van life, chasing tornadoes and doing Uber Eats uh, uh, to go ahead and pay for gas and, and survive. When I was 21, I was a moron, an idiot. I did not have that clairvoyance and vision or the knowledge to know like, oh, yeah, the girls are going to be somewhat of more challenging than you think. And if you don't know how to navigate that and invest and pursue them correctly, you are going to waste a tremendous amount of time and have a tremendous amount of frustration and, and angst. And now with that, uh, uh, with the information on the Internet, when boys search this, they at minimum are no longer to be confused. And so I'm seeing. Do you guys see any of that in the younger people that you're dealing with? Any of your clients? Any of your uh, uh, listeners? I have a thing on that. Okay, I get where you're going with this, and and I agree to some to to a point. Um, but we got to be careful we're not being solipsistic with ourselves here, because I know that everybody here is affecting our our circles in a way that's pretty positive and giving them good answers. But there's mm. probably more BS stuff out on the internet right now than stuff that's real answers, right? Wait, and so like, you need to tell me people are lying on the internet. <laughs> and it's popular? No, this will surprise you. However, there's <laughs> a lot cool. of BS out on the internet, and so and so there's a lot of misconceptions about women in the dating market, and sometimes, hole. yeah, it's sometimes on the other side of it too. It's not so much blue pill fantasy, but it's like. You know, the Get other your wife side. back in eight weeks or less. There's a lot of purple pill stuff. Yeah, it's just like taking or taking some of the red pill concepts like way to a level that the concept was never intended to. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't bang on the first date, then get rid of her because you're not the Chad that she likes. You know, like just like crazy. yeah, they fill it up with bravado yeah. and just nonsense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then everybody on the internet's like. I bang all the girls on the first date. Yeah, me too. Don't you bang all the girls on the first date? And a bunch of dudes who can't get girls anyway, but they're on the internet, yep. you know, so, somewhere uh, talking about it. Are we talking <laughs> about know? these, these uh, <clears throat> dating coaches who have an avatar and like the the uh, Greek helmet as a or oh, maybe dude. a lion? There's this Sometimes. guy on there now, Nash Day Game, and wine more please from the old Mary Redfield stuff. He's just been laying into him for like three straight days about how useless he is, and it's just it's it's entertainment, man. You would love it. You would love this, it. This is where I miss Twitter, where it's like, oh, oh Rob I know, told I'm... me it is like brutal out there. Jack, I just figured out how to use Twitter, and now you're not on Twitter. This is like, I I, I, next thing you know, I'm going to get on TikTok in three years when I figure that one out, and then everybody else will be off of it. I'm way behind the times. But no, it's oh, I, I, don't, think, I don't have TikTok either. So. <laughs> the biggest thing, though, is now is that is we have so much information that guys need to be able to get rid of the noise and the information that's completely useless so that now now that's that's the new challenge right the new challenge was i don't have answers and i'm trying to find answers and i 
and, and all my sources suck. And, you know, I just don't have, there's the, the right answers are just harder to find, right? That would have been pre-internet, but now you have all the answers out there, but it's mixed in with a lot of BS. And so it's like, how do I pick out what's the right answer? What's the good thing that's going to, you know, get me to my goals and the life I want efficiently and effectively. Um, we see this in uh, firearms training. <laughs> so just a, as a, as a side note, because guys, all right. So in fighting training, if I'm like, Hey, I got this thing. That's the sweet choke. And like, John's like, no, that's stupid. I, you know, used to fight and that's not going to work. I'm like, Oh yeah, well it's going to work. Right. And then we just roll and then John's going to beat me up. Right. And be like, see your choke doesn't work. Super easy. Totally right there. Evidence. But shooting, I mean, we're not getting into gunfights. When we are getting into gunfights, it's a real live scenario. It's completely different. You can't, it's much harder to test that. Like, I can't go, well, my gunfighting concept's cool. Let's spar. And then, and then someone dies and goes, you know, it doesn't really quite work like that. So, you, so it's harder. So there's all this theory and all this BS out there. And it's harder to like vet out what's actually a good training concept and what isn't kind of the same with getting girls relationships because relationships are individualized things. You know, that girl has a lot of, of course, things that make her a woman that we can generalize about, but there's so. things that I hope so. I hope so. But there's things you know, though, the that world are, is right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a little, it's not as binary as it used to be, but, but the, but the, <laughs> but the girl, but the girl might, um, you know, but the, the relationship's unique. Right. And so like what I do that works with this particular girl might not work with the next girl. And it's hard to, and then of course, what are people telling the truth about what a lot of people, you know, embellishing whether they're doing it on purpose or not, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like harder to get that evidence of what works, what doesn't, what's good for you, what isn't, how things are, how things aren't when you're trying to vet through the, all the stuff. This is how you end up with black pillars and all that crap. Right? Would you, well, see, yeah. and that's, <clears throat> it's a interesting thing. Would you say, let's say you have some fraudulent guy in Pakistan, sets up an avatar, puts a lion on the face uh, <laughs> or, a, or a gorilla or, or whatever, yeah. and, and take my course, my Gumroad course. All right. Is that even necessarily worse than pre-internet where it was all blue pill? Yeah, I don't know if it's worse. I, I wouldn't say worse. I think it's better now I for would. sure. It's just there's just new problems, you know, and that new problem is to you know, is to, is to, to go, it always comes back to results, man. Like that's why I always say results-based. Like when it was down to training people, it was like, we want a results-based approach. We want to be able to test out what we're doing as best as we can and see if we're getting the result. If a theory doesn't flesh out in the world we're trying to get results in, we got to scrap it. doesn't matter how cool it sounds. doesn't matter who's training it doesn't matter how mainstream it is, whatever. Right. And it's the same thing with uh, dealing with relationships, dealing with women, dealing with, you know, psychology and interpersonal stuff. I mean, you know, just well, let's, let's, this is kind of my role, like what I do with people. I'm not a researcher, you know, I'm not running clinical trials. I'm looking at stuff that's out there that people have already researched, already done. That's kind of the, you know, what you do as sort of a, a coach or a consultant, you know, I'm not the research guy, but what I am going to do is figure out what people are going to get be able to get results with as effectively efficiently as as they can and then implement that you know what i mean and that's what people need to do but but it's better now because you have more stuff to to get results with. right see and you're operating from the premise well you're a moral man someone comes to you for coaching at apex mindset yeah. you want to actually you're, you're you're results oriented i think everyone here is results oriented 
Oh, yeah. But obviously there are some, quote, grifters or fraudulent people. But here's here's kind of what I'm seeing out there on the Internet, you know, pre and post. So the foundational work was done largely because of, of people like Rolo and the original R's. And, you know, dare I throw some of us in there, too. And so it was kind of this foundational revolution. And they got this base operating system. And people saw that, like, hey. Pussy is the number one commodity in the world. I can make money on this. I can make a grift. And I don't know how many times Roll has pointed out people plagiarize his ideas or take the ideas and don't give him credit, which is fine. But it doesn't make any of this stuff less true. So a perfect example, you know that I'll, I'll actually use the word correctly. Creepy guy with the glasses. I'll have to make something, a bold confession. I don't think marriage counseling works. That guy, get your wife back in eight weeks or less. Oh, have you guys seen that advertising? No. Oh, God. Just just like fraudster, like get the F out of here type. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. my question is, is what he's going to teach in that thing wrong? Is are there wronger is than wrong? Gonna, what's that? Wronger than wrong. That's the problem with this stuff. It's not that the grifters are lying. It's not that hustlers are lying. It's not that people are good intention, but wrong. It's that it's not even wrong. Is that, do you know, like, you know, wrong or the wrong, it's a philosophical term. The idea that your premises are so bad, the way you framed it is so bad that mm. even if all of those things are right, your premise is so wrong that you're going to have a garbage in, garbage out situation. Right. right. And that's the problem. Like right there, win your wife back in seven weeks. Faulty premise. The premise is that you can manipulate people, that uh, you want this one relationship to work, and that if you just work hard enough, that you can fight and then you will negotiate desire. And then no matter what solution you come up yeah, with, that you're starting be, with the wrong premise. Exactly. It's going the, to be wronger yeah. than wrong. If it was just us talking about sexual dynamics, we <laughs> laid out the play field perfectly. Damn. And then we gave you bad advice that didn't work. That would be wrong. That, that is honestly great. I would prefer if things were wrong because if it's wrong, then you're like, that guy's an idiot. I'm going to do the exact opposite of him. And then it works. The problem with wronger than wrong is the guy isn't even aware of something, whether it's working or not. He's right. not looking at the right stuff. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. that's the worst part, because then you get in these, if you get into an argument with these assholes, he'll be able to, you know, do some mental jujitsu, throw the biggest, fanciest words he knows, mention some, some academic professors he knows that makes references to it. And it's all like an airtight pile of shit that yeah. you just can't get past. It's like so it's, it's like, like dealing with a flat earther or something, man. Like, oh yeah, like, flat earther with yeah. like pulls out <laughs> charts. He's got a globe of the flat earth or whatever. And you can't win that. No, and okay, the guys who are in there believing <laughs> flat earth, there's Look, nothing you could say to convince them, and they're I, wrong, and they've made their life horrible because of it. But they're not even using the same metrics of success you are. You know, objective ones. They're using their subjective ones. Right. Like, how do you but, get through that? Well, you don't because the premise is faulty. I agree with you. Right. But here, here's my question. Is that better than old school blue pill thinking? I'd say yes, because at least old school blue pill thinking, you didn't have a bunch of people trying to fuck you over. Eventually, your observations had to take over. Do you remember the pre-internet days? How many people did you have giving you bad dating advice pre-internet? See, I would argue that I would argue that's worse. Take whatever. Um, just just lift bra. Or whatever, whatever. Hey, yeah. take Slippy Slipperson's, you know, five week course, whatever. <laughs> he didn't mean that, Jack. You're not Slippy Slipperson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's say, okay, let's say Jack came in with a fraudulent claim. Like, if you take my lifting course bra, 
you'll be getting your dick sucked in 30 days or less. All right. It's Which not fraudulent. Jack's- <laughs> oh, <that's real. laughs> so, be like me it worked for me and he goes you, you take slippy slippersons over in holland uh his course he they hit the gym uh they diet correctly but their dick ain't getting sucked in 30 days would they not through osmosis or going through those <laughs> and having parts that are reality based and red pill would they not be better off than a completely blue pill thing and ryan i know you're right like somewhere in 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 the blue pill environment you'd find out it was wrong and people would tell you i would argue that never happened they would always chalk it up to bad luck hey just fishing in the wrong hole oh you know someday oh you know maybe you're attracted to the wrong type no one had the balls to come in and say it and so i would argue that even if it comes from from an erroneous (laughs) premise that you could get your wife back in 30 days or less or have your dick sucked in 30 days or less uh, with Slippy Slipperson, uh, those are still better because there's at least elements of truth in there. And it's because, yeah, they're co-opting and totally lifting red pill ideology. But that's better than. Why'd you call it an ideology? Because it's it is. Praxeology. Praxeology. Okay, I would say it's a praxeology. Okay, sorry. I got to get red the pill 101. Cappy. Praxeology. I would the say cult of the red cult of no, the red operating yeah. system. Please operating. turn to page ten of your rational <laughs> mailbox, people. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I think it's the same though, really. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if it's worse before than now. I, I, I just because my journey too is different. Like, I, I f- started to figure out a lot of things when I was just like bouncing and chatting around <laughs> I say and it, it and I went from friend zone like couldn't get girls to like me but I was I was a the tougher guy right because I like fought and you know did stuff trained it was like boxing and stuff like that but then I got into like you know bouncing having a lot of girls around and I could see like a lot of ways that girls were and that they're not just this you know pretty a nice thing that I put on a pedestal and, and guys are all bad. And like, you know, just like it, it got, it defeated a lot of concepts for me. And then when I got into like psychology, I was getting into Evo psych before I heard about red pill. And so by the time I got into Rolo's book, it was like, Oh, he explains it so much better than like I could explain it. Like it was like, but I already kind of understood a lot of those concepts, you know, like the alpha beta, you know, dynamic thing, the alpha, you know, alpha bangs, you know, beta bucks uh, thing. I mean, strategic pluralism has been around for a while in evolutionary psych. And so I had already made that connection. You know, I already made a lot of these connections prior to, and then it's like, I, I think I'm coming up with something sweet. And then I find that I'm like, find this red pill community where a lot of stuff's already there. Like these guys have been talking about it for years. I'm like, Oh, oh damn it. I thought I invented, I was inventing this thing, but I guess not. Yeah. So that, I kind of came to it later with some competency. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm saying with the older guys, you had to do it analog. You had to do through empiricism and trial and error. And what I'm right. saying now is fine. There's a lot of noise and interference on the internet ranging from in 30 days, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure there is also the blue pill stuff. But at least now today, there is a work of knowledge, a body of knowledge out on the Internet that is available. Maybe you got to search it a little bit, uh, but it is possible now for younger men today to skip through the confusion and the trial and error. Now, the the pri- uh, and, and yes, there's a risk that they might subscribe to um, uh, who's the guy with the monkey, the gorilla mindset guy. Um, Cernovich? Uh, Cernovich. Mike, yeah, Mike Cernovich. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you might subscribe, but even then, it wouldn't be that bad. I mean, the, it's not that his the gorilla mindset is. No, wrong. I think I get what you're saying here. I'll, I'll add this. All right. Let's say it's better, but it's more polarizing. I'll say it's like the military. You know, everybody always says the military is an alpha male incubator, and no, I've seen plenty of guys that are simping. But the thing is, it just amplifies it to the point where. You know, I'll have a guy that was writing suicide notes on supply boxes as a supply tech because his wife had her three ex-husbands living in his house while he was sailing and all the kids roaming around. Shit you not, that's a real story, by the way. He was also fat, so he had nothing going for him. But you also had guys that were just sleeping with everything that moved and enjoying a good life, great investments in that. I think this is in that situation with too much information. The ones that were going to make it? are now, oh, this is awesome. I made it so much quicker, like you said. But the ones that probably weren't going to make it and might have muddled through, now they're just fucked. Yeah. Well, now here, which is an interesting point, because I'm, I, I think there is, this is why I'm optimistic, is at least now we have this. But it kind of presents a very interesting road because, all right, we got this knowledge. Young men, I don't think men are going to suffer red pill rage anymore because they'll search it. Why can't I get laid? They're inevitably going to end up on somebody's page and they're going to end up finding it. Yeah, Jack, go ahead. Cappy, real quick. So what Mm -hmm. you're asking is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And which one is best? Mm. That's actually what you're asking. Because the the question is, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And which one of the two? Happy now. Yeah. Yeah. Ignorantly (laughs) happy, ignorance is bliss kind of thing or what? I mean, truth hurts. That's just the thing. Like, if you want to be right, be prepared to not always be happy. But if you want to be happy, you have to be ignorant. So is it better I, to be blue pill? Well, maybe because you're ignorant of everything, but you're going to get a world of hurt. No, no. no what I'm saying is we're, I'm, I'm saying we're past that dynamic now. Oh. I think the blue pill no longer has a monopoly because you have the Internet. And I think the male sex drive is so strong, it will drive men to find, like, why am I not getting laid? But instead of yeah. Paul, Ryan... John and I like trial and erring. Why is this girl knocking at my doorstep? Younger men today <clears throat> can get a shortcut and and have that explained. The problem or the paradox they are going to face, and this is what we kind of see now, is do they give up and throw in the towel? Or do they then, okay, now there's an inordinate amount of work. Now I know what is required of me. It may take some searching and all that. But however they consume this this reality to, to get the girl saw, they're going to have to face a choice. Wow, how much work and effort? And, and not to mention, they're still getting unplugged. Like, But I thought I could just be myself because we all start blue pill. You all start with your female teachers and your mom. Your mom's a liar. Uh, <clears throat> but more quickly, like once you hit puberty, once they're on the Internet, they're not wandering the desert from 13 to 33. They're wandering the desert maybe up until 15 before Red Pill Concepts hit their cell phone and they got it. The and question that they're going to face is, are they going to put in the effort to start delivering <laughs> what girls want? No. And so, no, you know, okay, no. Paul? Yeah, so no, let me, let me tell you the reason why that is. Now, there's going to be always a percentage of guys that will, which is good. That's what I'm here for those dudes. That's what we're, we're here for. But we're, there's, besides like, the dating marketplace, what we're dealing with is a um, less of an ability to put effort into things. So like we, because things are, are, are happening so much quicker, the younger generations are, are, are just being conditioned to not like put effort into things to get results. They don't get the intrinsic rewards as much. 
I mean, it's, it's just something that I'm sort of observing and noticing, like, and even like with courses and stuff like that, the reason why people grift, it's like low buy my course. And with no effort at all in a short period of time, all the things happened and it's always an overpromise, but it always sells. Right. And the reason that sells is because there's more people that want to passively get the results without the effort then there are people who will put in effort to get the results. And it's probably always been that way, but I feel like it's exaggerated now with screen time and the way we're reconditioning, rewiring our brains with passive entertainment and passive activities involving a screen, cell phones, you know, uh, social media, all that stuff. And so, so I think that the ability to get better is never been, you know, more out there for people, but I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people are just not going to do the work because at the end of the day, if you want to get the results, you know, you could get the best course in the world, but you have to do some work. You have to do some effort. Right. So, <laughs> so what, you would be, what, you, what you would say, Paul is, is certainly the blue pill is out there. <clears throat> uh, but that blue pill, I would say has been replaced with uh, a, a red pill reality. And inevitably people get there. I'm just trying to, make sure i say this correctly but you're saying absent the blue pill someone someone takes the red pill oh okay the blue pill at a least different fantasy though it, you're right right so it's it a different fantasy now you, you get yeah. to the point all the lies socialist teachers democrats parents whatever media told me the blue pill is right. obsolete but now already people are coming in with so they're in this kind of like twilight zone they're not not quite there but now the true sh- uh, uh hucksters and shysters come in and say hey no effort, red pill. And now we've yeah. simply replaced one poison with another poison. Correct. And now these people are stuck <laughs> in this perpetuous, this, uh, what do you Catholics believe in? You're not in heaven or hell. Purgatory. Um, Purgatory. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. stuck in this. Go ahead, yeah. John. What were you saying? Purgatory. Oh, yeah. uh, my uh, red pill energy drink will be coming out soon. And that's all you'll need. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just have that. You'll be in shape. But it, 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 it is what hour days you need but, to get Lambos. And but it's, especially, though, with something like getting girls in your life, because, um, OK, so a fitness program, you can see in the mirror, you know, whether you're getting results or not. And, and you know, people still will lean towards less effort to get the results. That's OK, you know, but there's going to be some visible results. People lie about their results on the Internet when it comes to, you know, what they're doing with women. And yep. so, and I can tell I'm a lie detector test. I don't know if people understand that. I, I'm not always right. Women, really? <laughs> I'm not always right. Well, that one's an easy one to figure. I'm not always right I when I do it, but I'm pretty decent at detecting these things, you know, just that I can see guys, very normal people that, you know, I just, I know when they're embellishing, you know, and it's just like, it's all right. People embellish happens, but you're going, yeah, it's just so you get this you get this non-reality presented on the internet and then people f- sort of trying to follow these things but they're not really putting in the work. Um unless they get into a program that requires it, you know, like I am sure you guys all have your own versions of things like but like in my 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 mastermind group it's like what's your goals? What are you doing? You know, bring it's like there's a there's sort of some accountability there, you know, and people are out trying things f- fucking it up. And then coming back and going, okay, what, what, here's a situation, you know? And so they're definitely demonstrating an ability, you know, that they're putting in that, that, that stuff, but it's hard though. Not everybody's going to do that. And so at least in the blue pilled 
world. I mean, it was, you know, bad because it was a, a lie, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. But the 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 presentation was, well, if you put in a bunch of work, you're going to get these results. That was the whole blue pill concept. You know, if you just work hard and be a good husband and be a good dad and be a good. You got to take other, responsibility you know, and save your father from the belly of the whale. Yeah, all, all that stuff, right? So there was an there was this this ideology of being a, a hard like hard work in a way, you know, for a man and, and for a husband and for a boyfriend, whatever. Now it's like, oh, that's all BS, you know. So then, what's like? Well, I don't. I shouldn't have to do anything because these women and I'm not six foot tall, so whatever. I'm just gonna, you know. It's just like Let, it's okay. Whole- <laughs> dark question. Yeah. Very dark question. Is that not progress? Going from busting your ass off, risking divorce, slaving away, blah, 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 to like, uh, woman ain't shit, brah. Is that progress? Mm. And if I am going to get woman, then I'm going to take John. I'm going to get John Fitch's energy drink and then I get the women. But dark is that is that not progress over what we had before? It's more um, annoying. It's way more know. annoying. I didn't. I think it I know depends on the person, you know, like I think some people uh I mean, it can be a step at least because at least they're, you know, they're questioning sort of a paradigm. They're trying to figure it out. But I mean, people have always been trying to figure it out, though. They just didn't have the resources. I mean, our mating, uh, you know, imperative is a primary drive. So people are always going to try to solve it. The reason why you have this space at all is because of more dudes not having mating opportunities and because Mm -hmm. of feminism and because of the divorce laws that got out of control. And that's the reason we're here the law, because it's the out of necessity. You know what I mean? Cases. Yeah. And so it's so like more, more or less small groups where men can get alone and be alone and not have women steering shit up. Yeah. Well, because we, we lost stuff, right? We lost a lot of things and guys are not having mating opportunities and we've lost, we don't have, violence as a solution for that. Not that that was, would be, that's not bad. That is progress, but you go places like, all right, where there's harem structure, like in Afghanistan, why are, why are all these dudes, you know, joining the Taliban and trying to kill each other? Cause they're not getting broads. And it really is that simple. It really is that simple. They don't have mating opportunities. The large majority of these guys don't have mating opportunities. So they want to, you know, be a tough guy, get some clout, be some sort of a warlord, work their way up. And if they work their way up in a warrior culture, that's the quickest way for them to have that opportunity. Being a farmer in an area where you can't farm anything, you know, and it's and being an absolute poverty is not an answer for mating opportunities for them. Yep. And this is why they fight 100%. And so, yeah. So, but in, in a place like the West, like we have more opportunities, but you know, in the United States, generally speaking, being a warlord isn't going to get you laid here, you know, like I'll like get you in jail, jail. Yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah. that's not what yeah. we're doing. Well, wait, hang so on. Looking for it will solutions. get you laid in yeah. jail. Girls will say, you love letters. <laughs> well, not the okay. kind of laid you want. Yeah. Let, me, let me pose a, I, I'm sorry to be so precise because I'm still optimistic. I think it is an improvement. Let me ask you guys too. this. Who do you think had it better? The baby boomer men who just got, ass raped in divorce in the 70s and 80s and are now seeing the sunset on their life or the maybe not sexless but your MGTOW even your insult basement dweller types who consciously or unconsciously via the red pill you know there's there's two general groups that'll fall define better well hang i hate the vagueness to it let me get to the 
it, <laughs> just whatever your current belief system of better is right now, Ryan, just hang on. So <clears throat> you take the red pill, you go one of two ways. I am going to put in the effort, like Paul says, you take a course, hit the gym, uh, take Jack's course, uh, get my finances together, things like learn to fight, all that other stuff. Or I'm out, women ain't shit. <clears throat> So let's remove people who are willing to put in the work. Let's say we got the suckers and the dupes that took get your wife back in eight weeks or less, that kind of thing. Who's better off? The insult saying, forget it. I'm out. I'm going to look at the prawn and I'm going to live at home and I'm not going to work or whatever. Like the, the worst of the, the worst or the boomer guys who are on their third marriage. Wife hates them. They ain't got no money. And their life was largely pain and agony. Jack. Okay. Who gets laid the most out of those two? <laughs> well, the boomer guys did, but is that oh, there you have better? it? Case closed. <laughs> I told you to define better, you dope. <laughs> Arguing oh, with Cappy. Cap, Cap, Look you, at that. You, you're you, mute, you man. Muted, bro. You muted yourself. <laughs> did I? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mute you. <laughs> he shut you down so hard, your mic even's like, dude. I try to mute myself because <laughs> I was coughing. But, but all right, let me counter. You go seeking arrangement. You get a. You get the girl. You, can, you anyone can get laid. Oh, I'm saying fuck. the. Is a life way because the boomer man, I'm generally going to say you wasted your lives. You believed you didn't, the, the, the feminism was delivered. You held on to tr a traditional position on a battleground that was largely and rapidly becoming untenable and indefensible. You stuck see, it out. They wasted their lives. Uh, I see where you're going with this. Now, listen, you know, like a guy like, you know, who follows, like, let's say kind of, Maybe let's say you're you're more or less prescription, which is I mean, you have a girlfriend and everything, but it's like if you didn't have one, you're just living your life doing what you want to do and having good experiences for yourself. And it's not about, you know, it doesn't revolve around um, a chick. You know, you're, you're living life for you. And that's great. You know, so that guy who follows that paradigm is going to be way better off, like 10 times better off. But then there's what about the guy mm -hmm. who self-selects because, you know, he's lonely and sad and whatever that guy exists too he's not necessarily better off the guy who goes the really angry route and joins you know pat stedman's the capital or something you know whatever right like I mean, that, that wealth never runs dry was he that's, was he that's was a guy that? who doesn't get laid i don't care what course he teaches like seriously so that you know what i mean that's these types of people these people are not better off so it really just depends on which way they go i think that Though optimistically, we have more opportunity than ever before to do well. And that's that's what we have. Whereas there was just not even the paradigm presented to dudes in, right. in blue pill. pre. They had no idea that there was this other life that they could be doing, whether it involved women, whether it involved just saying, screw women, I'm going to go my own way or whatever, like they didn't know that there was a whole nother thing that they could do and have it not be miserable and terrible. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have now more opportunities for happiness and satisfaction and, and having more in life than ever before. So that's, that's the positive side of it. I think, you know, see Clary, this is why you got to define it. I, the reason <laughs> I hate your question is because what does better mean? Honestly, what does better mean? You talk about the boomer that got whatever three divorces. My stepdad is that boomer. And right now he's sitting there 70 years old. He's got a 40 year old wife and a brand new kid on the way. He's had three separate families. So he seems to be doing what he wants to do. Now, would I want that? Absolutely not. He used to work 16 hours a day out in the bush. He's a big fat Viking looking motherfucker. Um, a little bit of abuse in the history, but whatever. 
You know, nobody's perfect. I wouldn't want that. According to him, though, he's living his best life. You know, he's got millions in his bank. He's got the excavators going. The Hells Angels stopped calling him for work. Great. <laughs> you look at me, what do I got? You know, I got my real estate, my girl, the life, the style that I want to, and the, the amount of free time. I can basically take as much free time as I want for anything, and it's absolutely mm -hmm. wonderful. But the thing is, you can't compare those two. And this is why I prefer Red Pill as a strategy, thinking about these things and any of these other ideologies, because they always say there's a goodness. This is what's good. Christian guys, this is what a good Christian man lives like. Live like this, you'll be happy. Miserable guys, great Christians. Uh, politicians are like, live like the Democrats or Republicans and you'll be happy. Absolutely miserable people. But, you know, my party won this election. Fucking rights. As opposed to shed all of that what you need to do in life to be happy and just focus on what's right in front of you. Like in your case, you wanted to move, you moved from... Uh, the Muslim capital of Canada or of, of America, Minnesota. Yeah, Mogadishu. And now you live in one of the Dakotas. I didn't know there was two, but fuck, whatever. It's all right. It's so I, nice. I, they had Alberta to name it Alberta and Saskatchewan are the same. You know, they're, yeah. they're the same province. You know. <laughs> exactly. But that's the point. For you, that was good. Does that matter if you were a boomer? Does that matter if you knew sexual strategy or not? No. You have a direction and you're following it. And I would argue better... From the red pill perspective, better in the sense that you're carving your own path and adapting to the situation you have without a pre-made template. I would say worse in the sense that because there's no pre-made template, that means a lot of guys are going to fail. But again, the guys who have potential are going to do great. The guys who have no potential are going to fail. And it's just the way it is. Is life better? Is life worse? I'm too busy adapting to what's right in front of me to even care about that. So hey, what you're Ryan? saying is regar regardless of whether... You, you take the red pill, it ultimately then boils down to whether you're one of the type of guys who's going to take agency and go out and live their life. Yeah. And if you're not, then you're just switching one bit of poison for the other. You got you got the blue pill poison, fine, you give that up. You find a new religion, you become uh, an ideologue of, uh, uh, what's it called? Not a fanatic, what do they call it? A Zealot. Uh, zealot, thank you. Where you got nothing going on anyway, but now you glom on to this as your new, oh, I'm an environmentalist, I'm a pacifist, or I'm a vegan, or I'm a red pill guy. But yeah, now you're still just as miserable. Yeah, and then you, you call it the, good or better. It's such a vague, fungible term that every, ask 18 people what it means to be happy. And if they're happy, you'll get 27 different answers and none of them make sense and none of them align with the other ones. So yeah. I just think just the concept itself, if it has no utility, like why are we even using it? Right. Hey, and that's Ryan? the thing, like, Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead, Jack. Doesn't yeah. it come down to that ancient old question you and Rob and I and others have always asked? Fuck it and roll. What, what okay. do you want? Hey! What do you want? And the you mm -hmm. is subjective because that depends on the individual. Yeah. Like, are you happy? Now. I don't if it know. Wasn't better, I... If it wasn't better, I wouldn't be doing it. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't be happy with Cappy's life. Nobody would. But Cappy you know would have <laughs> my life. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Dude, look at your flowers versus mine on these things. Incomparable. Yeah. Incomparable. We both have girlfriends. They I both mean, I like work. my neck, so I don't want to trade yeah. with Paul. But Paul doesn't <laughs> want to trade with me because he doesn't like my small frame. So, yeah. Both <laughs> live in our own place. Both have girlfriends. Both wearing Hawaiian oh. shirts. Both authors. Completely incomparable, though. Yeah. <laughs> Take from that a slight uh, or here compliment I am. I'm how you want. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to paint optimism. <laughs> Isn't this positive? All over me. I'm inferring. I'm not actually shitting. <laughs> Ryan, actually, technically, people won't be as happy as your man. Hypothetically. Ryan. I'll take my avocado toast now. Thank you very much. <laughs>
All right, this is all never be trying to be optimistic again. Uh, me, what I'm not, me, I'm, this isn't good. This isn't happy. This is great. It's great. <laughs> Here this I am, like, like telling you're, guys you're, be subjective. You're you know, extra special Ryan today. You're extra special. <laughs> Ryan. I think. See, I think though that is a good and or optimistic thing though. The fact that we're not it caused causing people to question what is it that I actually want here? What is it that I'm trying to create? Where, where am I going? Like that's, that's the first question. I start even deeper than that with guys, which is, well, who are you? It's mm. such a weird, that is such a weird thing when you, people are like, wait a second, who am I? Like, uh, how many uh, guys mentioned oh, their job? As don't you know who I am? Uh, right. It's like, they like, it's a, it's a, it's a question. What is your actual identity? Mm. Who are you? How do you see yourself? And how is that different than how you would like to see yourself? How is your life as it looks now different than what you would like it to look like? And that's figure out from there what it is you actually want. Because people are going for what they think they want because somebody else told them. It's societal programming. And then they find out that that's not really what they wanted at all. And that and I've done it. Everyone's done it. You're following sort of a program thinking this is what I'm supposed to do because this is what's going to make me happy. You don't even realize that that doesn't fit who you are, doesn't fit your identity. And you haven't really been that intentional about where you're going based on who you are and what you really want to want to do and be like. And so discovering that is a whole process. You know what I mean? Before even getting the girls, you got to, that's a good one to figure out because how these girls are going to show up in your life is going to be predicated as to the messages you put out into the world. And I don't mean that in some weird esoteric, uh, the secret kind of thing. It's just that we're social animals, right? So if I put out social signals, the they're going to receive those social signals, react to those social signals, and then that gives me feedback now, you know? So they're giving me feedback based on what I'm presenting to them. And that's based on who I am and what I believe about myself, even if I don't realize it or not. And so if I have a certain paradigm of how, if I don't really understand who I am and then I'm trying to just get the girls, cause really my imperative just to get laid, right? That's the uh, whole, uh, the drive. I might be inviting toxic women into my life, for example. Because how I see myself is, you know, and, and I'm not even self-aware about how I see myself. It's sending messages out into the world that makes toxic women respond to me more so and better than non-toxic, better choices. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's a whole fuck, the whole discovery, man. And, and it's and but nowadays so, you can do that. You couldn't do it. was harder to do that before. Right. But but you no. are operating from a premise that people are. I don't know if you remember this shirtless, bald Canadian with a beard who says they're willing to do the work. And I get a, I get a lot of questions up in asshole consulting where what should I do in my life? I'm like, motherfucker, if you can't sit the <laughs> fuck down and figure that shit out, it doesn't <laughs> matter what you do. So we could say, because <clears throat> I'm, I'm, God, you guys are making this hard to make this optimistic. We could say, it's like it's a complicated I'm, I'm, I think it's very optimistic. For your hosting, for those <laughs> willing to put in the work, it has never been clearer, a clearer path. Like, look, we've reversed, we've gotten rid of all the blue pill, Marxist, leftist, feminist bullshit and lies. We've gotten rid of all the pretty lies. Here are some brass tacks things you can do, starting which, Paul, it would be know thine self, 
and, and figuring out what you want to do for those willing to put in the effort and work. But otherwise, for most other people, they're just too damn lazy. Like, what? Oh, be nice to girls and not hit the gym. Okay. Now it's like, oh, take your elixir, bro. And then I get the girls and maybe I get cufflinks and quaff my hair. Then I get the girls. Okay, bro. Ooh, so cufflinks. Yeah. Did it, uh, do you guys remember like <laughs> the short man fashion blog or YouTube channel? Or, no. No. Short man fashion was, I'm short, so I'm going to compensate by going overkill with fashion. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm all for being a Troy Francis level fashion guy, but not above. Like, like, what type of sculpting gel should I? And the post pictures, like, does this hair look better or does this hair look better? Like, you're a bunch of fucking women. My fucking God. <laughs> uh, but that that's what you hear. But we could say we've. Yeah, what can we say? We have provided. We've. I'll, I'll say this is what we. This is what I'll say. <clears throat> Optimistic. <laughs> we have rediscovered lost wisdom. We have put it up on the internet for all to see, and it is available for those who are willing to put in the work and follow and abide by these general rules or, or, or policies, guidelines, and guidelines. Anyway, guidelines more like guidelines. <laughs> and yeah, so, for well, anyone willing to put the work, that is that is now the express way to self improvement. However, you interpret it, a happier life or at least a less painful life. Or more progress and success, whether that applies to girls, career. What's that? Girls. Girls. Uh, um, you got to define less painful, though. I don't think we can have this conversation. Damn it, Paul. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Could you define less? All right. All right. Never. Can, we, can we agree that that for those who are seeking it, it's available and there. And if they're willing to put in the work, it fast tracks you. Kind define of, yeah. agree. Oh, for sure. Okay. No, I can't tell no, if they're shitting on you sure, or me though. here. Both. No, but but for for sure. No, I I I you know by whatever definition of agree, it's I agree with that statement though. It's it's there's and it's, it's even with making money and a lot of things like there's just so many more resources. I mean nowadays you can get PhD level knowledge, you know, through audiobooks and uh, and and listening to talks and listening to th- you know and studying things off the internet. It's it's insane. It's insane the amount of knowledge you can gain. Um, you know, you, you can figure out how to do just about anything with a YouTube search now. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. The resources are there. It's just a matter of back goes back to finding out who you are, what you really want, and then what direction you're going and then being able to measure results so you can get rid of the BS. That's the new challenge, you know, is getting rid of the BS and following what you want, you know, doing your thing for sure. Uh, I'm going to go do some super chats so we don't get too far behind. And then we'll uh, we'll kind of wind up with your guys' optimist. I told you to bring something optimistic. I'm going to be real curious if, if anyone has I have been has nothing anything. but joyous this entire you street. Have, <laughs> you have been a pleasure to be around. Uh, the Come on, man. But you guys know Paul, right? Yeah. 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 How come this cool, is showing up? Oh, I don't know. There it is. It. Can you guys see it? Uh, we no, just did, had it. You took it off. We just had, there we just it, is. had it. Wow, my internet must be. Uh, Paul writes for twenty generous dollars. Nineteen ninety nine, I was in the Navy. My ship was in dry dock that year. Dude, what does that mean, Ryan? Time. Translate to to civilian. Well, it's literally that you take it into the dockyard and then you drain out of the water underneath. And you do the maintenance period on it. Awesome time. You have work like your schedule is just awesome. It's this is where you get to sleep around. This is where you get like four days off. Like every fourth day, you have a duty watch at twenty four hours. Oh, it's 
chef's kiss. So, chef's so kiss. the ship is not operate. They send in people to fix it up and all the sailors got to go on shore leave essentially. Uh, it's yeah. It's like modified duty watches. It's like the equivalent of a foreign port, but at home. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Though. It's a lot more free time. Oh yeah. Michael McGill. If you're going to smash through Navy chicks, that's when you catch them. Cause they are, <laughs> they are available. And board. And snowboard. They are they are up the biggest freaks in the military <laughs> or in the Navy when these ships are in dry, uh, whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike Miguel Anderson, 10 Mexican pesos, which is what, 12.5 cents or a dollar? I don't know. No, all right. With inflation? Uh, Thor. <clears throat> Good old red pill Thor for $10. Shout out to Cappy, John, Jack, and Ryan. Rule zero forever, ever. Rule zero, 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 zero 1%. Uh, and guys, if, you wanna, if you're looking to donate money, to a noble cause, just search Thor Missy GoFundMe. His wife uh, got in a tragic accident, was paralyzed from the neck down, and thankfully, through a miracle, has got her nerve feeling back. But now she has to relearn to walk and uh, drive and all that other stuff. So uh, they have obviously incurred some medical bills. So your uh, donations would be very much appreciated. And unlike welfare, it won't be squandered on single mom trash. Uh, scrolling. Optimistic uh, message. Single moms. Single moms. <laughs> Am I yeah, where is John? Let me tell Am you about right? American women. <laughs> uh, Michael, Michael Fideli, uh, 10 bucks. The time has passed for wealthy fit men and average men to want USA women, and there's no easy oh, way of getting it back. We are going overseas. I have hot, respectable, respectful young women in five countries. Um, All right. That that's another okay. option yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. out there i mean beforehand and not wrong with that whatever you do what you got to do man oh my internet you know? is slow i apologize here let me i, I don't like american women super chats you're slow <laughs> uh, that too this is so, oh athamel decula two bucks aaron clary equals chaparrito mexican poops okay and that's it. Good. Um, <laughs> gotta get, gotta optimism. Push. What do you got that's optimistic? I'm going to floor you guys with my optimism. Uh, Jack, go ahead. What have I got that's optimistic? What What do you see uh, in the future? Where do you – Where? what is optimistic? Where do you see the red pill community, the efficacy of the red pill? Oh, no, ten, the red pill community is going to burn now. down. Oh, what? yeah. That, there's nothing <laughs> optimistic about that. That is turning <laughs> shit as we speak. That is going to be overgrifted, <laughs> oversold, and nothing. And you know what the positive thing about that Man, is? Man, I come here for Christmas. No, I just get hold on. My hold on. All right. All right. Hold on. Wow. You know what's optimistic about that? Is that the guys who actually get it are going to be way better off anyway. It's like, that's the good thing. Like, Ryan's putting out his message there. You are Cappy. John is. Paul is. I am. Rob is. Guys like that, uh, Nick August, Let Him Burn, those guys. I mean, we'll do our thing and shit like that, but the the grifters are going to keep grifting, and guys are going to fall for it. And you know what? Let them burn. You're going to get hurt before you're going to get better. And like the sphere in and of itself, the whole red pill thing, it's going to have to go through that phase again where mm -hmm. it's being overrun by snake oil salesman and that is just part of the cycle i guess but out of that surely a lot of guys are gonna come out they're gonna go get hurt and then things are gonna get better so maybe that's optimistic 
No, but, it was not optimistic. I mean, there's like <laughs> here's this big old turd, but I put a cherry on top no, of but it. So no, it's no, also no. like from the indoors. ashes, the phoenix will arise. Dude. Right. I totally get right. it. Yeah. Huh. Ryan gets me. Oh, yeah. But it's also like get yours. That is something that guys have to understand. It's not always about the collective. Like we as men need as it. No. What do you want? And go get it. Stop focusing on what other guys are doing with their dick. You shouldn't care. Neither should we. <laughs> go mm -hmm. get yours, whatever you want. What have you been doing with your dick today, though? I'm just curious. <laughs> John, you have any optimist optimism? Do you do you see happiness anywhere? Do you see it, it for the Red Pill community? I see, um, you know, yeah, because there's guys who are uh, using the resources available. They are finding good quality things. Um, the guys that I've seen put in effort and make change and increase, you know, the enjoyment of their life in uh, John's, uh, my life dating John's programs and his guys, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's a lot of guys who are, who are uh, kind of loserish guys who are turning things around, you know, with, with, uh, with their work, with their jobs their their physical stature and and uh how they're doing with dating you know it's it's cool to see so there's there's it's it's uh that's where i'm optimistic is because there is a way to find help there is a way to um find real answers real strategies that you can apply to make your life better uh Guys like myself have, have used the knowledge in Red Pill to, to get the most out of my life, and I uh, am excited about that. I'm happy that I, I, I was able to learn these skills. I'm going to try to pass them on to other people. And I think that's a, a good thing because the messaging for a long time has been to feminize people. I think they want all men a lot weaker. And uh, we need to fight against that. I'm tired. I've noticed since I was a little kid how there's been messaging towards like pushing people to be weak. And I always thought it was stupid. And people tell me I was paranoid 10 years ago <laughs> for, for being like, I feel like they've been doing this shit on purpose. And then now it seems more and more true. likely that, yeah, they, they do want a weak society. They want weak men. And, uh, I see. I do see some some hope, but it's not going to be for everybody. You know, it's going to be small groups of us that get it and uh, are going to be able to live the lives we want. And we're just going to have to kind of sit back and laugh at the the suckers that they don't get Your it. Your wife yet. back in six refuse. You know, the guys are just plain out refuse. John, uh, Ryan, uh, I'm afraid You're... to ask if you see anything optimistic. Oh, First, let's define all... optimistic. Optimistic are people getting what they want. It's a subjective outcome, but you can tell if a guy's getting it or not. Here. Yes, everything's failing. Oh, feminists are failing you, priests are failing you, no no guys are helping other guys. I think this is a band-aid situation, and this is my good thing about it. I don't really talk about it much, but I've actually coached, mentored, and talked 
with a lot of guys. Probably the most guys here. I don't brag about it because it's not a fucking flex. If you've been in around for seven years and you've been doing nothing but this, of course you're going to. Here's the point, though. I have watched individual guys find out that their wife's not on their team, their wife's family's not on their team, their priest's not on their team, their company's not on their team, nobody's on their team. And that's a good thing because that rips the Band-Aid off. There's nobody left but you. And once they find that out, well, then if nobody else is here but me, I better start treating this guy all right. He's the guy who wipes my ass every day. And you show guys here. I know it's new territory. You've never seen it before. It's kind of scary because your whole life you've had somebody either telling you what to do or taking responsibility. Yeah, you're getting fucked over, but it feels good. But now none of that is there. Here's a bunch of other guys that were in your situation. Here's the things they did to carve out their own little path through life. And here's how they ended up. They're happier for it. They're happy for it, but there's some, you know, things here. This guy absolutely failed. And it gives guys a confidence to know that even though there's nobody out here but me that's looking out for me, I can handle it. Because these guys are handled. This idiot can carve himself out a good life. This idiot can make himself some money. This idiot can get laid three days a week when he wants to. I will be just fine. And I find, like I said, how Jack said with the phoenix coming out of the ashes. And it's the part just chef's kiss. The whole world is burning out around you, but there's so much abundance of so many things around there. 8 billion people, 4 billion of them are women, maybe 1 billion of them are hot, and 10 of them are in your area right now because the internet just sent me an ad saying that they're in my area and they're looking for me. Point is... That's true. <laughs> the point <laughs> is, it's just I just there. told you, I didn't want to know what you did with your dick. Come on. Oh, you, you, what do I Take not do with my dick? <laughs> that's that's who, the real question. Who do you what know? Have that's I the benefit. Everybody keeps talking about dad this and dad that. Like, the Democrats are my dad. The Republicans are my dad. The feminists are my dad. My wife is my best friend. Like, none of that shit exists. And this is not a negative message. Because your best cheerleader, your best, like, skilled employee, your best advocate is right there in front of you with a dick. No all you gotta do is you. throw it into it's something and that message. push it around a bit yeah <laughs> no it's freeing though it's so it's basically it freeing it's reality yeah the late adolescence right now people don't have to grow up so they don't they're playing you know video games in my 40s i'm not even getting a career i'm in my 20s who cares right growing up we're officially growing up and that's when you realize you're the father of your own personal you know household your personal family and you live life accordingly and guys are finding it's easy. Dude, John made, what, $2 million selling Gumroad courses? Like, if he can do it, anybody can do it. And a lot of guys are doing it. They may not be doing that specific thing, but they're doing a thing. Mm -hmm. You're writing books. I'm writing books. Jack's writing books. Jack's coaching things. John's I'm written two books. i a whole book series some some somehow. Exactly. I, Paul's doing that. Jack's doing something. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. Infinite <laughs> options. Infinite <laughs> abundance. And the only thing is missing is the wherewithal to go about doing it. And the... Uh, I don't know what the word for it would be, but the ability to follow through and see it out to the end, even though it's like in uncertain times. Yeah, thank you. And that's great. So the more I hear about like institutions failing and fucking up, the happier it makes me. Trucker convoy, fucking awesome. Now the truckers realize that Ottawa's not going to help them out when they're bringing in cheap labor to ruin the trucking industry and kill the insurance for them. Great. Healthcare absolutely screwed over because of COVID. Great, now people aren't looking at socialized media medicine like it's the Halcyon because they're watching the boomers right now. I have to wait eight hours not to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let it all burn because the more it burns, the more you realize you don't need 
any of it and none of it's looking out for you going back to the fact that we ran out of ice cream and i cannot get a hawaiian shirt it therefore focuses okay so there's a couple going each other a few sacrifices need to be made clary's ultimate happiness is one of them and i thank you (laughs) sir for your sacrifice i will buy this shirt that's like a subpar Ryan shirt. That's fine. I will get subpar ice cream. That's not Sonic ice cream. That's fine. I will live in a subpar state. That's, you know, it's not even the good Dakota. It's the Southern one. It's the better one. <laughs> the better one. I don't know, man. Historically, doesn't things that come from the North in America usually win out in the end? Oh, That's a civil war one, time. Yeah. Yeah. one time. One time. <laughs> one time. Just so is that happy enough for you? Is that well-defined happiness Ryan, for you? It is because it has the acerbic, cryptic, you know what was it's a ministry song where you come from it's gone where you thought you were going to weren't never there and where you are ain't no good unless you could get away from it it focuses oh. on the individual and you're 100 percent correct uh that that the the chaos and the bad stuff and the uh, failing around you focuses ministry is so good i don't think yep. anybody knows how good they're yeah yep. <laughs> uh, and those problems are all opt-in problems anyway you kind of have to want in on them. Yeah. paul uh go ahead. anything optimistic um well, someone says that they want optimism. My response is, "Don't be a pussy." <laughs> um, so to a degree, <laughs> right. pussy's optimistic. Pussy is optimistic. Why do I? What do? What do I mean though? All right. When people want optimism, <laughs> they're usually looking outside of themselves, right? And this is kind of going along the lines of what Ryan's talking about here. They're looking for something outside of themselves to sort of lift them up and make things better. And that's looking in the wrong spot because, you know, life is going to have a lot of things that are out there that are going to, there's going to be a lot of things that exceed your expectations and surprise you. There's going to be things that meet your expectations and there's going to be things that don't meet your expectations. And those would be the, the bad things, right? There's going to be difficulties that you'll, and challenges you'll face, um, impossibilities. And then there's going to be, you know, times where things are going to be easy and situations where things are going to come effortlessly. You, you can't control though the outside, but you can control yourself. And so if you take it, everything is good. When you look at it for the most part, you figure out a way, how can I make this shit sandwich, you know, the best shit sandwich in the world <laughs> and maybe, you know, not have to eat shit, shit sandwiches anymore uh, down the line. Right. Like you figure out how to, how to take any situation and say, how can I use this? So that's a question I tell people to ask themselves. Stop asking for things on the outside you can't control to be better. Just ask yourself, how can I use this? And so no matter how bad things get, how can I use this to my advantage, to my, to my betterments, to, to, my, you know, to whatever it is that I want to have? Now everything's optimistic. Everything's good. Because you're not, you're dealing with reality now. Instead of wishing things were different, you're just going to make things the best you can make them with whatever reality hands you. And I, I think there's nothing more optimistic than that. Having the ability to take anything that's thrown at me, no matter how bad, and I'm going to make it as best as I can. I'm the guy if I'm on my deathbed and you know, dying of a disease and I'm gone in 48 hours, I'm going to come up with the best jokes I can come up with for the people that are around me until I black out. I does. That's, that's the type of person I am. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how bad it is. Like, and this is like 
learn this stuff in combat you know like you're like dude we might not come out of this and like oh crap so we're gonna miss lobster night (laughs) you know like whatever you know it's like it's like we're finding ways even to make jokes and shit when things are looking not so good um and, and that's a it's a good quality right it's it's being able to take whatever it is no matter how hopeless it is and go all right we're not focusing on the hopelessness we're focusing on what can i do with this well how can i agency use this? right and that and that is the when you understand how to do that and you've incorporated that in your life man which is a really simple thing to do it doesn't take a gumroad course to do it like everything changes man everything changes for the better that's why i'm in such a good mood all the time that's why things are good like people look at me thinking oh he's always got a positive whatever message it's not because everything out there is positive it's just because i'm just figuring out how to use it and then t- and helping other guys figure out how to use whatever it is and that's it come yeah, that, was very nice. that was very optimistic very very yeah. cheery very rosy <laughs> we've come full circle <laughs> all right <laughs> how I, we started uh, cappy you and your ice cream my my I'm like, just gonna, yeah, I'm going to tell you now my optimism here. I, I, oh, I have, wow. uh, but it's going to be more vindictive. Um, mm. I am optimistic uh, about this realm simply because I think at minimum it has eliminated confusion for those who seek it. And as thanks to Paul and you guys, we've kind of made the observation that uh, there has been a transition of the people who never really wanted to put the work in in the first place, they will now go from a blue pill operating system to one of red pill where they'd be taking advantage of grifters. But I, even their optimism, even though it might be a little bit dark and dour, I did some real quick calculations. Um, Okay, fine. You're not going to go the blue pill route. Now you're going to get suckered by red pill grifters, but I've estimate $1.5 trillion in the United States uh, and this latest generation of marrying age people uh, less in divorce settlements. Uh, the marriage rate is going down. So whether you are going to work and improve yourself and actually put in the work, or you're just a lazy slacker looking for a new ideology to, to give you value in life, and you use that as the red, the red pill is that, at least the old guard of feminism and blue pill ideology is being starved and people are no longer pursuing that. So we've gone from heroin to now we're just doing cocaine. It's still bad, but it is an improvement in the right direction. I mean, yes, Ryan. What? What? Well, how, what? What shit? Now are you going to put on my parade, Ryan? What is it? I now? was just thinking what? Hunter Biden masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm gonna, and I I will say. Um, so I I do think there is a, a general progress in in knowing thine self. The, there is a counter argument to the traditional lie of, of, of blue pill ideology, but I'm going to go really optimistic here. Um, I am going to forecast like a thousand years from now, the work we've done, it's not going to be a religion, uh, but because men's sex drive is the most powerful force in the human world. Um, and modern religion is becoming co-opted and it, it's for the afterlife. I think you're going to see the red pill in 10 centuries uh, almost take on a religious like uh, um, definition or aspect to it. Not that people are going to be building St. Paul's cathedral and refer- referencing Paul. There's going to be a statue of Ryan or, or St. Roll or anything like that. But because this is addressing the number one thing of men's interest uh, and it, it is therefore much more practical 
than your modern day religious. So modern day religions will continue on and, and evolve, or I'd say degrade. But I'm I'm going to be bold enough to say that a thousand years from now they're going to be talking about us. At least those of us on the original founding floor, the red pill grifters with their Greek helmets and their avatars of of gorillas. Though they're not going to, but I am I am that uh, optimistic that I think people we will have left a legacy and it will be for the good. And it'll be very instrumental for for billions of men going forward. How's that for optimism? I, I just can't wait to be the subject of somebody's reason for genocide. You're a Cappy fan? Let's murder his family. Murder the whole town. <laughs> the Ryan Senate? Screw you guys. We're going to have to kill you. Yeah, so. <laughs> Let's get to the Super Chats remaining real quick. No more Super Chats, guys. JM, five bucks. What is your market? Hopeless guys or guys who don't need your help? Also, why compete for any pool of assets slash comfort that has less and less value? Uh, if we're not competing. Like, I'm not buying all that much. Um, the market, I'd say, is guys who want to work at it. So not hopeless guys. And the guys who don't need our – there's a third category, and those are guys who have hope but yet need our help. So I would presume that would be – Yeah, guys who want to but don't know how to. Right, right. Uh, Taekwondo for two euros. So incel dumb is stimulating online grift. Crazy. Yes. Imagine that. Uh, Farfic Nugan, $4.20. Jack Napier is losing his hair. That rhymes. Not really. Not really? Okay. No. Doesn't uh, really rhyme. Uh, uh, Taekwondo. Nope. Will John Fitch drink provide us an alpha ki- K? Key? Key. What's that? Oh, you, it's, you, it's internal energy idea. Uh, like, okay, how do you not know this, Mr. Optimist? I, yeah. I'm, not opt- yeah. I'm not optimistic. Get your chakras right. right. One time I try yeah. to step out of my comfort zone and you guys kick me in the nuts. Uh, Athamel deck you with two bucks. It was good. To find, God damn, what is, is Ryan? Tell us that nonstop. Great two bucks. How does Cappy get the dogs and optimism? Um, hey, clarify your thoughts. Fuck me, right? Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that only two kinds of guys wear Hawaiian shirts? Yeah, me and uh, Ryan, Charlie Sheen, Magnum PI, and the guy that was off of Jurassic Park, Newman. Uh, Nonstop Dre, two bucks, and optimistic cap equals a hot fat chick doesn't exist. Think, yeah, that's true. I'm never being optimistic again after this. I, I, good to see Dre again. Oh, no, no. Cap, hey, no. no. Dude, you're good. No. We're awesome. Oh. Things are great. You're I'm going to get fan. you a Sonic ice cream when I come down there, and I promise I'll call you back. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Turn that down under frown upside down. Knowledge <laughs> books in the library. Damn it. Tell them tell that it's a, a racist, sexist book. So it gets out of the library. I don't want people getting my books for free at the library. I want people to pay for them. Uh, uh, it goes to the library anymore anyway though right well (laughs) don't libraries pay like 10 times the cost of the books though to get them in a library do they yeah i've seen this through amazon you can add on to their librarian program and they have to pay more for it with the idea that everybody gets a license to read i i just oh but you didn't get the money I don't get the money. I I don't want. Just go buy a book. Optimist, Cappy. I want to help people. Cappy. Two seconds later. Pay for my fucking book. I want to help people for a price. I don't do this for free. I want my fucking money. Yeah. I want to help people. My time is valuable. Break those kneecaps. Struggle to forge a real identity for yourself, and few will step forward to push you in that direction. While not idea, the red pill can help. Our ideal. That's the thing. Like, 
we can't step forward to push you. Like you, you need to step forward yourself. Stop wanting people to push you in the right direction. Right. And I think that's it. All right, let's close Mommy out. Uh, Paul, let's tell everybody where you can find and whore out your shit. Paul. Yeah, yeah just go to uh, apexmindset.net or um, Apex Mindset YouTube. The best thing you can do is just make sure you're subscribing to my stuff. Um, YouTube just doesn't like me very much. I'm going to end up opening up another channel at some point just because I, I, I am definitely shadow banned uh, with the amount of uh, view views I get from my people who watch me versus – my stuff getting pushed out by algorithms is, is, is it's just terrible. So help me out. Do that. I have um, actually pick up for the busy man uh, is a course that will be coming out soon, but I don't have an official announcement as to when that is yet. Probably the end of the month I'll open up enrollment. And then uh, at some point I will open up my mastermind group for more people. Once I let this, you know, get the, the guys I'm doing one-on-ones with and stuff uh, settle down a little bit. So you get all that information though, if you're on this uh, on, on my YouTube channel and that's cool. it. Thanks Paul. Ryan. Yep. Dude, just get on the channels. You got, you know, the Ryan stone channel. That's great. To be fair, Fridays, the T-Rex army. This time we had Dick Looper taking over from Roger <laughs> Tomarso fighting the undead zombie with the T-Rex army. Look, the sexual dynamics thing. It's not hard. Once you get it, go get entertained. It's way more fun after you've gotten laid than it is when you're in cell looking for some anime anime waifu fun so just do it that's all i got pitch. that's the worst pitch uh sign up for the newsletter tomorrow night i have john fitch knows nothing at 7 p.m on the left coast uh jump on watch i'll be talking about the fights the fights right now ricky simon is about ready to get into the ring um Early morning fights this week. But I'll be talking about those, talk about other stuff. Check it out. Um, you can see here my my strength training program is available. Fitch Schmath Strength. Um, check it out on Gumroad. But, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and you do it. Like, if people fly out there, you'll train them as well? Yeah. No. I mean, so it, it's kind of hard to t- learn stuff online, especially fighting. So, yeah, if you want to go mm-hmm. learn to fight, you have that. Well, I find that online, I'm, I'm having more luck doing the fitness and strength training stuff online. And then mm-hmm. I still travel to do seminars. So, okay. So, uh, yeah, is it is. It's kind of difficult to teach technique. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, learn to, learn to fight other people and defend yourself. Contact John Fitch. Yeah. Uh, Jack, what do you got going on? Do you do anything? Do you got yeah. anything going on? <laughs> yeah, every now and then I narrate stuff from some curmudgeon boomer who has books he writes and things like that. But yeah, I also Troy do. Francis. Yeah. No, no, no. The other one I can't remember, like North Dakota something. I don't know where he lives. But yeah, I also North did Dakota? some. Yeah, I don't know where. Wow. Nobody cares. He he complains about ice cream. But okay, you know. Um, yeah, all right, go ahead, Jack. <laughs> you want me to plug my shit? Thank yes. you. Yes. Love you. But um. I do normally I do personal training, but all my spots are filled right now. So just go to my channel. The link is in the chat. And coming Tuesday, we're gonna do a live stream about how to deadlift. So you probably don't want to miss mm-hmm. that because deadlift is pretty much essential to every fitness and strength training uh, schedule. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do Tuesday, 4 p.m. CET Amsterdam. So get on my channel and the link to a couple of uh, audio books are in the chat as well. So. And I am optimistic as fuck, Cappy. Uh, <clears throat> you can find me at assholeconsulting.com, and I have many books out there. The most 
flagshipy of them all would probably be Bachelor Pad Economics. Oh, uh, which one else do I want to promote? And then uh, Curse of the High IQ. Yeah, everyone's pretty smart in these channels. Everyone go get Curse of the High IQ and find out why everyone else is a fucking moron. You got to deal with them. That's oh, a great honestly. book, by the way. Yeah, I, I do. I endorse it. I like it. it thank you, Paul. I thought it was one of the kind of outside the norm. first introduction to you. Really? Yeah. What was wrong with it? You're smarter than everybody else here. No, what I like to enjoy it? the decline. You, wait, I didn't no. start disliking you until I met you. The books are great. <laughs> the book, hey. wait, there, there's nothing <laughs> wrong kidding. with the book. What? Look, Aaron, Aaron, I like you. You're a good guy and I like your books and I read your books. You have a lot of them. So I haven't gotten through them all yet, but I've read the good ones. So the, the rest I'm assuming are just as good. Okay. Your shirts. I make fun of it because I'm somewhat jealous because you can find these shirts that I would never even think to look for. Let alone wear in public with that courage you got going on. I envy you. What? What's wrong with it? This is this doesn't take bravery to wear this shirt. This is a cool Damn, shirt. what a backhand. That's what I mean. Bullets. Like he's so brave he doesn't even know. Fuck it. Let's do it. There we go. Ryan Stone. Art of the I believe man. they call that a name. Boost, right? <laughs> Dude. God, thank God you don't have kids. You know how fucked up they'd be like, does dad like me or not? I have no idea. <laughs> hey man, that's how you get him to work hard. I need his love. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. We'll see you guys Cheers, later. People. Toodles.